common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Joining us now is Congressman Christopher Smith of New Jersey. Congressman, thank you so much for being back with us. Uh, this is such a important story. Uh, what happened? Do we know what's going on? I mean, we're talking, it's like 80, 90,000 at least missing kids, right? We invite interject for a second, Chris. This is Pete King. Just want to congratulate you and all you're doing and just keep doing it. You're the best down there. Congressman, are you there? Congressman, call us back. Uh, I'm not sure we're, we're working on some stuff. Maybe it was, maybe it was the compliment, Pete. He was like, you couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Where do you go from there after you get the compliment from you? It's all, like all that? downhill. It's all, all downhill. downhill. Uh, we're working on getting that back. But you know what's amazing is, is this number, you guys, in terms of how many, uh, are missing. And, and we have no idea. And you hear is these that, horrible stories really, of what's that, happening. Is that not the very definition of humanitarian crisis? Okay, it is. Exactly. Exactly. Let's go. Now we've got the congressman back. Congressman Smith, your thoughts about these missing kids that you're trying to track down? Well, frankly, John, it's outrageous that the administration, you know, I had asked the the ambassador at large for trafficking, a position I created because I wrote the law, Trafficking Victims Protection Act of 2000, and they didn't know. Where are the 85,000 kids? Who did you give them to? Uh, it is, and they, they could, some or many, I hope not all, I hope not any, uh, could have been put into a trafficking situation, labor or sex trafficking. And it is, it is I think it's, it's cruel that they have been so lackadaisical and so unresponsive to requests. Uh, what are you doing to, for welfare and whereabouts? So our bill is really a serious attempt to say, that's it. You've got to tell us where they are and what you're doing to track them down and, if necessary, rescue them. You know, that's an amazing number, too. I mean, that is just an astounding number. What, what oh, do you sure think is. has happened to them? Well, I, I'm very concerned that, you know, people could, you know, when you do an adoption, and we all know this, they do home studies, they do background checks, there's all kinds of vetting to ensure uh, that the adoptive parents are who they say they are and don't pose a threat that can be ascertained. Well, in this case, people come forward and say, yeah, I'm the uncle. Uh, and who knows what kind of real documentation is required and when they admit that there's 85,000 missing unaccompanied children uh, who have potentially been put into a horrible situation of being sexually uh, accosted and, 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 and raped, uh, we need to stand up and say enough is enough. So, you know, I remember talking to the president of Guatemala who told me that 80 percent of all the women and young girls coming up from his country um, were sexually assaulted somewhere along the route. Wow. I mean, it's astounding. And, and uh, once they get here, there are, we know, predators who will do all they can to, to abuse a child. And sex trafficking rings are on the rise, not decline. And I'm the one who wrote the law on it, so I follow it all the time. And uh, so tomorrow's meeting will have, you know, uh, uh, you know and it, it'll be a serious attempt. Tim Ballard, as you know, is testifying, who is the, he's portrayed in Sound of Freedom uh, by Jim Caviezel. And Tim Ballard is a hero. Uh, he's put his life on the line time and again, including in the, you know, the situation that's recounted in that tremendous movie, Sound of Freedom. Uh, and, you know, he's saying enough is enough. We're all saying it. Why is this administration so tone deaf to the welfare and whereabouts of so many children? And it could be more than 85,000. That's the numbers that they will admit to over at Health and Human Services about 
who've gone missing and they have no contact with. Hey, Chris, this is Pete King. First of all, congratulations. Hey, Pete, how are you? I'm doing great, Chris. Again, thanks for all the great work you do down there. Thank you, Pete. No one's done more in human rights and uh, stopping uh, sexual trafficking than you, and sometimes you're a lone voice out there, so I really give you credit. How does it look now? Are you, are you able to generate support? Are people looking the other way? Do they want to uh, face uh, well, the issue or not? Uh, well, Kevin McCarthy has made it very clear that he's supportive. He actually had the Sound of Freedom and had a premiere right on Capitol Hill, and a lot of members, uh, you know, were in tears at the end of the movie, as was I and my wife. Uh, and that, that was the second time I had seen it. It's just so moving. Uh, but no, we've got great support on the Republican side. We're trying to get Democrats to join us. And if it means criticizing Biden, so be it. The kids are worth it. Um, you know, how dare everyone look askance and say, well, uh, not much we can do there. And I think the audience should remember, Pete, that you're the one who wrote the Secure Fence Act of 2006. Right. Yeah. Uh, and if you look at that, and I've reread the bill a few times since, I used it in one of my debates during a campaign. I said, even Hillary and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the majority leader on the Senate side, Schumer, voted for it. Eight right. senators voted for it. But you wrote it. And what a great bill. It, 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 it had that been followed and not been disrupted by the Obama administration and then sadly by the progressives today, um, we would not have this crisis of exploitation. And the cartels are buying and selling women and children like commodities. Thank you for saying that. You know, the, the administration here in New York, the mayor says Congress hasn't done its job. We passed that law 17 you, years you ago. You did it. You're the guy. You're, you wrote yeah. it. And, and you know, and I, I've, I've said to so many of my colleagues, Pete King is a hero in the legislative area because he's the guy that did it. And what a what a what a tremendous law that is. Uh, Judge Weinberg, you've got a question for uh, Congressman Chris Smith. Congressman, so Judge Richard Weinberg, so good to talk to you again. Well, Judge, nice to talk to you. How are you? So, what also concerns me is that the gangs use these young kids for recruitment purposes. They intimidate the kids, they threaten them, they kill them when they won't join the gangs. That's been the experience here in New York, particularly with MS-13. What do you say about that? So it's not well, just the I, sexual I trafficking. A great point, Judge. It's an engraved invitation, frankly, for the gangs to recruit new people. We've had gangs in my district, too. When I had the city of Trenton, we had a number of gangs, El Salvadorians, like you mentioned, uh, others from Honduras. Uh, and, and, and the women were being sold into slavery. Some were rescued, thankfully, uh, and repatriated with their parents. But uh, these are young girls now. Uh, but you're right. The gangs use this. They see these new kids coming up. Uh, they're malleable and they're forced into it. You know, the gangs use unbelievably coercive methods. You know it better than anybody uh, in order to get these kids to join and uh, join. It's not join. You just put into it. You're impressed into service. And so why are we allowing that and all the crime that they will commit having had their lives completely turned upside down? Uh, I mean, Biden, you know, they talk about impeachment for all the things he's done, you know, open up those those articles of, uh, you know, the inquiry. Uh, I think for what he's done vis-a-vis children at the border and women and other vulnerable people uh, is an atrocity. And uh, we just have about 30 seconds left, Congressman. I got to ask you, because last time you came on, you talked about the whales. Uh, Real quick, uh, what's the latest with that? We've had a lot of people talking about some of the disruptions, obviously, with these windmill constructions. Well, my hope is that they are disrupted to the point of total defeat. I have gotten two bills passed in the House. One of them has led to the, the um, GAO study to look at about 10 indices, including the whales, the evisceration of the environment below the water, 
Uh, but the other area that I have focused on that I got another one passed last week, uh, last month on the FAA, these windmills will totally disrupt radar and sonar, making our jets, making our planes, everything on the water, including underwater, uh, confused. And I'm talking about, you know, people seeing things on blips that aren't there. Uh, and there was the National Academy of Sciences uh, study done uh, in 2022, just two, a year ago. That was devastating. It says it will degrade and weaken our radars. 3,400 of these monstrosities, the size of the size of the Chrysler building, with the each blade the size of a football field, counting wow. the end zones. I mean, it's it's like, and it will disrupt. It'll make us vulnerable to adversaries, including you know Xi Jinping in China, and just had another hearing on his atrocities yesterday. Uh, well, keep us keep us posted, please, Congressman. Thank you so much for please, being yes, with thank us. You.